Hi friends, it's Haley and Lynn, and you are listening to This We Know Podcast. To get stronger, the gym is a pretty good place to be. But where do we go to strengthen our hearts? How can we stay spiritually in shape to experience joy in every season? This is a space for us to grow our faith muscles together. With a little bit of practice and a whole lot of grace, we'll train our hearts to trust. Together, we'll lift our eyes from our ever-changing circumstances back to God, renewing our minds in His faithful promises. So let's jump in so we can confidently step back into this day with a fresh mind and full heart, knowing we've got a king in our corner. God is making a way. He is faithful in every season. This we know. We're glad to be back, back in action. Hey friends, it's Haley and Lynn. We are so glad to be back with you today. And we're so excited for this episode because we're going to be talking about Jesus and who he is, what his life was all about and why it matters to us so much today. You know, whether you're new in your faith or if you have been walking with the Lord for a while now, we are just so happy to have you here We just got through praying together that the Lord will just use this episode to share something new about him with you and and just encourage you in your walk with him. So good, Lenny. (laughs) So growing up, I had always heard about Jesus and Jesus was known for his heart, how he lived and how he loved. He was truly, as I like to call him, the king of kindness and This human lived nearly 2,000 years ago, and here we are still talking about him today. And so if you could start by sharing how the Lord started to move in your heart. Gosh, Hale, I'm smiling so big. I am so thankful that I was able to be raised in the church. I know that's certainly not a lot of people's experience, but my dad was actually a Presbyterian pastor, so church was an obligation for us. (laughs) Sometimes I would pretend to be sick just to get out of having to sit through Sunday school, which is so bad. Um, But but, I mean, even if I was sick, my parents were like, nope, we're going. And I, and looking back, of course, I so appreciate that consistency in growing up in the church. So I definitely grew up knowing about Jesus and being in Sunday school and being in, in church, listening to my dad give a sermon every Sunday, which looking back is just such a blessing that I got to have that opportunity and went to summer Bible camps. Anyone who may be listening in the Midwest or in Oklahoma, um, shout out to Super Summer and Falls Creek. (laughs) Those are like two big camps out there. And those were really meaningful for me. And looking back, like I definitely had come to Jesus moments. And I think that I even really accepted Jesus into my heart, I think in eighth grade. But honestly, if you know if i was just being like really transparent to answer that question i would say that god really started stirring in my heart and really transforming my my life out of college i had just moved from austin texas to dallas and one of my coworkers invited me to a church in dallas and so i started going and got plugged in with a young adults group 
And the pastor of the Young Adults group came to me and said, hey, we're glad you're here. My wife leads a Wednesday morning Bible study where they meet for breakfast and just go through a book of the Bible together. And she would love for you to be a part of that. And I was thrilled. I, I was definitely intimidated. I've, I had never been in a Bible study before. I felt very illiterate when it came to the Bible. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is a Bible study? Are they going to ask me questions? Am I going to be put on the spot? And it's it's going to come out like how little I know. And that could be embarrassing since I grew up in the church. But I just tried to put those those fears aside and joined. And wow, like that, and I could get emotional talking about it, but it was in that Bible study meeting with women every single week. And, and really it was, it was the preparation for that Bible study where we would be walking through a book of the Bible. And so we'd have a book we were reading through and it would give us like guided scriptures. And I had to read those so I could come prepared, but it was really spending that time in scripture that completely just transformed my heart where I started to really learn about who God is for myself. I wasn't just being fed information, but I was like seeking out that information, being in the word. And God just revealed so much to me about his character and how much he loves us. And I just learned so much. It it, honestly, Hale, like it shocked me how applicable the Bible is. Like, I think I used to just see it like getting dust on it on my nightstand, never turning to it, never going to it because I just thought like, I'd rather watch TV or I'd rather read a magazine or I'd rather scroll on Instagram. Like I just didn't really care about reading my Bible because I didn't think it really applied to me. And then, and I think that's what just blew me away was that when I got into the word and started reading one of the gospels or started reading something, whatever book it was we were reading, I was just floored by how much it truly applies to us today. Like it's so applicable. And again, it just revealed so much about who God and and who Jesus really is. And so Honestly, like that's where that transformation happened. And I just became on fire for the Lord. And I really had to take a good look at my life and my my lifestyle and my habits and the decisions I was making and the relationship I was in at the time. And I just like I just felt God was like very lovingly nudging me to shift gears and start follow like start living a life for him. And with a lot of faith, I decided to make some changes in my life that allowed me to just start living solely for him. And it honestly is the happiest I've ever been. I think at first I thought like, I don't know if I want to give up my lifestyle because I just like, that's all I had really known for years and years. But when I did start laying down different things in my life that I think looking back really had footholds on me and weren't bringing me long lasting joy, it would bring me very fleeting joy. I think I would notice these tendencies in my life that really weren't bringing me lasting joy. And the only true joy I was finding was as I was growing stronger in my relationship with Christ. And so I just eventually, I think like repented of those different sin struggles I had and and really tried to turn away from those. And God made that a very easy thing for me to do. And I just started living fully for him. And it just brought me so much joy. Like when there is someone in your life that you love, you just desire to talk about them and to get to know them more. And as I was coming into this relationship with the Lord, that was what my whole heart and mind and focus was on, was just wanting to get to know as much as I could about him. 
it's amazing to me how in a relationship with God, like you've learned something new about him every day. And it's crazy. Like I have already learned so much this year, things that I didn't know last year. And I'm, you know, this is like, I've been walking with the Lord for years now. So it's just so cool to me that we can just continue. Like we will never know all there is to know about the Lord. Ah, my Lenny. Gosh, thank you for sharing all of that. I relate so much. Knowing your love for the Lord and how much you've taught me about Jesus, it's just such a treat to hear how he came for your heart. And by the way, it is so nerve-wracking showing up to small group or Bible study the first time. You worry about, well, do I know enough? Should I know this or that? Um, But then you come to realize this is just a relationship. There's nothing to feel guilty about. If I say, do you know Bob Goff? (laughs) Another shameless plug for our man, Bob Goff. Bob Goff. (laughs) You either know him or you don't. You're not going to start feeling guilty like, shoot, who is Bob Goff? You're just going to maybe be curious, but there's no shame. If I say, do you know Jesus? There's no shame in not knowing him yet. And so it's beautiful once you do meet someone, how you can start to connect and your heart can start to beat a little bit faster and you start to trust that person. And so when you get to know Jesus, sometimes people instantly fall in love. Maybe you're a lover. Maybe you just love deeply and you love fast. But for other people, I realize it's a slow burn. You take time to get to know someone and truly trust them. And so for me, I guess, in my story, oh no, I just drew on myself. (laughs) Little side note, not only did I just draw on myself in excitement after my quiet time today, I had just finished praying and just thanking Jesus for all he's done and all he is. And I just felt like I was on cloud nine and a bird flew by and just pooped on me. No, (laughs) no. And it was like, it wasn't just like a a poop. It was like a spritz. (laughs) I'm just such a mess. You Um, actually look beautiful. We should probably edit that out. (laughs) I love it. So for me, I grew up in the Catholic church and I went to church every Sunday. Personally, I had a really hard time finding a relationship with Jesus. I was learning a lot, but my heart wasn't open. And when I went to college you know, first time being out on my own. Peace, parents. I will miss you. And I did miss them. I was so homesick, actually. So joke's on me. But I went to school in Dallas at SMU and I stopped going to church because I no longer had this rule that on Sundays we go to church. So I think I was just trying to do what everyone else does, just trying to find my way, trying to make friends, trying to figure out who I am, What do I want to do with my life? And I started searching for happiness. I don't know if I necessarily realized that's what I was doing at the time, but I had always had relationships in my life that were really special to me. I've had boyfriends that were really special to me. And so when I went to college, in addition to making friends, I started developing crushes. And I remember really adoring this this one fellow at school And whenever he said something to me, it held so much weight. And so I placed a lot of my value in this person. And (laughs) he was definitely on the throne of my life for a while. And even what my friends thought, I I just felt like I was constantly trying to fit in and looking left to right and trying to get really good grades, trying to get the boyfriend, trying to find the right friends, trying to really figure out who I was. And 
my junior year is when everything started to go wrong. I remember finding out that the boy that I really cared for was hanging out with my really close friends at the time. And that really broke my heart. I started eating more. I started gaining weight. I was always a very focused student and my grades started suffering. And I just remember what I was putting my value in, in my friends, in the guy I liked, what he had to say, in my grades, in my appearance. The things that I used to get my worth from kept failing me. And I was striving in such a perfectionist and I would get so caught in my anxiety when things would go wrong. And this was such a big part in my life, such a huge moment that I actually remember the date. It was September 29th in 2011 at SMU. And I felt truly, truly alone. And I was so tired of just keeping up and trying to keep everything right and trying to look a certain way. And I said, if this is all that life is, I don't think I am cut out for this. And so I decided to go for a walk. I left my phone, my keys, my wallet. I ended up walking into a small chapel on campus by myself. The sun had gone down and I just bawled. I just cried and cried. I was on my knees and I said, God, if you're there, I need you. Just help me because I feel like there's got to be something else. And in that moment, I heard the door creak open and someone was walking towards me. No idea why they were there to this day. And someone sat next to me and said, are you okay? And I looked up at a complete stranger and I said, no, I can't see a reason why people would want to live. And he sweetly sat down next to me and he asked me if I knew Jesus. I said, no. And he said, you are so loved and God has so much planned for you, so much purpose. He said, hey, there's this thing at the church. It's for high schoolers, but there's tons of college students soon You'll too. You'll fit right in. He said, would you want to come? And I said, yes. And I came and I sat there. And that night they preached on Romans 12, 2, which we talked about in our very first episode, which essentially says, God can totally transform you by changing the way that you think. The whole thing was all about how we don't have to look left to right to get our worth, but you can look up to God and find out what he says about you and how he loves you. In fact, if God, you know, to me in that moment, God felt a little abstract and I I so desperately wanted to know him. But like you said, I didn't have any knowledge. I had never actually opened up a Bible. But what I know that night, he moved in my heart and I felt like my ears were finally open. My heart was finally open. I don't think I found Jesus. I think he found me and was waiting for me in the darkest valley of my life. I truly just needed good news. And I actually heard today that the gospel, the good news is like a seed. It's so gentle. All I needed was this tiny little seed of hope in that church that day. All I needed was someone just to reach out to me saying, hey, it doesn't have to be like this. And we all know, like you said in life, we're not promised this easy life when we start following Jesus, but he does promise to always be with us. Mm -hmm. Even if our worst fears come true, even if the brokenness 
can just feel so paralyzing. He is always with us and he always finds a way to meet us right where we are, to be right next to us, to help us feel held and bring us through. Mm-hmm. He'll, gosh, I am, I'm over here. You guys can't see me, but I'm over here with Kleenexes just wiping my eyes. Hale just so graciously opened up her heart and shared that with us. And it just reignites my faith and reminds me of how real Jesus is. He is here. He is waiting to have a relationship with all of us. And I think what I've learned so much about who he is in my heart, just like you were saying, Hale, it's so cool hearing similarities between who he is to you and who he is to me. It just speaks to his character and the realness of his gentleness and his love and his peace and just like all of who he is. But I think what Jesus has really just taught me too about who he is, is that when we have him on the throne of our hearts, we don't have anything else that we're seeking more than him. It is incredible the peace and contentment even if we feel depressed, even if we feel anxious, even if we feel lonely, whatever we are feeling, because I have felt those different Mm -hmm. things in my life, my goodness. And in those seasons, while I may have felt those things, especially when I was walking through valleys in my life, when I continued to just pursue him, it was amazing to me the peace that he brought into my heart and the hope that he gave me that it is going to be okay. And I think that's like something that he has taught me about his character is that when I continue to pursue him above everything else that the world tries to tell me I should pursue and spend my time doing, when I just carve out that time with him, like the peace that he provides to our hearts because he loves us and cares for us just changes everything. It really does change everything. And for some of you listening, you may say, That sounds amazing that in that moment you discovered who Jesus is and how he loves you, but I I haven't had that moment. And I just want to say God is still in your story and he moves in our hearts in a mysterious way in his perfect timing. You just never know when you're going to truly feel like your heart is open and you believe for the very first time. Everyone has a different story. Maybe you listen today and you think, you know what? Something in my heart comes alive when I hear this. Something in my heart just wants this. Maybe you're you're stuck in the mundane or maybe you're stuck in so much pain. You suffer from anxiety and depression and you needed to hear today that God is bigger than our depression and and our anxiety. Maybe maybe a friend sent this to you. Maybe we sent this to you and you're like, all right, I'll listen (laughs) for you, Lenny. But we know that you're not listening today accidentally. Something caused you to click this, and we are so thankful that God led you here. Absolutely, Hale. And as always, guys, we love to recommend one of our favorite songs that correlates with today's topic, and we're going to put the link to it in the episode description. It's called Graves into Gardens by Brandon Lake and Elevation Worship. The words are so good. I'm just going to share a couple that really stick out in the beginning. Uh, The song says, I searched the world, but it couldn't fill me. Man's empty praise and treasures that fade are never enough. But then you came along and put me back together, and every desire is now satisfied here in your love. We're so excited to keep the conversation going and continue talking about how Jesus truly does change everything. So we hope you'll join us for part two 
of this episode coming soon. Yes, Hill. I would love to pray for anyone who's listening right now. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us the words to share in today's episode. We thank you for this day. We thank you for every single person that you led to click play. God, no one is listening by mistake. We just give you all the glory. And God, for anyone who might be listening to this topic, who is feeling an inkling in their heart to want to know you more, to maybe even put their faith in you, Lord, I just pray, God, that you would invite them in right in this moment into that relationship with you, Father. It will be a life-changing relationship that will fill them with so much joy, with so much goodness, with your perfect peace, Father. And I am just celebrating alongside them, Haley and I both are, that they are ready to follow you and experience life with you, Lord. And for those who might be listening that aren't quite there yet and aren't ready, Father, that is okay, Lord. We know the moment that they just choose to have you in their lives. And I just pray for that day and that moment as well, God. We just thank you for your many, many blessings. And we thank you that life with you is just so bountiful, so wonderful. God, with you, this life is so much more bearable and we get to experience the riches of your mercies and just the most incredible joy. Thank you so much for your goodness. We love you. Amen. Amen. so glad you joined us for this episode. If you thought of a friend who might be encouraged by this topic, please feel free to share this message with them. Our hope is to share God's love and truth with as many women as possible. And you can help us play a big part in that mission by leaving a written review on Apple podcast. Also, if you have questions or in need of prayer or want to learn more about our story, head to this, we know and connect with us on social media. Remember, friend, as you step back into this day, God is with you in every season. This we know. 